<laughs> Hi, I'm Stacy Moise. I'm Tracy Hassel. And this is Sexy Spirited Satire. And this is such a special episode, which I'm sure you could already tell because it's like the first time we did that like a hundred percent in sync. And it's because Wait. drum roll, please. We're in the same, same room. room. Well, whatever. Stacey flew to California, and here she is in Tracy's lovely apartment. Here she is, talking in third person. Look at her. I mean... Oh, I never told you about that? Okay, so super side note, that actually helped me, like, make better boundaries and have better self-love by talking about myself in the third person, because this guy, he put it in a great perspective. He said, if you talk to your friends the way you talk to yourself, Mm -hmm. your friends would not be your friend anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, in the same vein, there there are a lot of therapeutic... Uh, methods where you name the different um, setbacks you have or things that get in your way. Like, oh. you name your anxiety Bertha. It's like Bertha saying this shit. That ain't me. I love like, that. your your frustration, your anger, your hostility is another name. Like, all that I kind of stuff. I love that because yeah. that is something I had been talking about. Like, I remember, like, you know, when I'm getting my shit together and, like, the bad behaviors come up. And I was like, oh, that bitch is fighting to get out. I am killing her. I'm like, that bitch, that. Yeah. But I want to name her. Yes. Yeah. So, I Like, it's that. not like I have dissociative identity disorder no. or anything. Like, I don't <laughs> actually have split personalities. Like, as of right now, I've only named my drunk alter ego Trashley. And she doesn't come out very often. Everyone else has a great time with her. I don't know her that well. I don't really care to. You, I don't like... You can't meet her and you don't want to. Exactly. Yeah. So speaking of me flying here, so I just briefly want to uh, say that uh, people are stupid and I hate them. And every time I go to the airport, any little faith in humanity that I have gotten just dissipates. But I got there. I have TSA pre-screen. It's when like you don't have to take off your shoes. You lines faster. All this other shit, right? So I did that. Um, and then I went. You know, do you just, ever get paranoid about your feet smelling? Like no, I do. I, so it just would help me. Well, it, it would just help me to know that, like, oh, I don't, I don't have, have to take my it. shoes yeah. off. Okay. Either anyway. they smell or they don't. What am I going to be worried about? It's I have nothing I can do about it. They either smell or they don't. <laughs> I carry baby wipes with me everywhere. Actually, they would probably never smell. I usually have, like a crack of dawn type of day uh, with flying, so they haven't had time to accumulate sweat or do right. anything. Right. Okay. Okay. They haven't percolated yet. Time okay. For the per- percolator. Okay. It's time. I love that we both know that. So not not a lot of people do. Anyway. <laughs> You don't need that negativity in your life. Those people who don't ah. um, So I go on the thing. They're like, oh, go on the line. Go on the line to the left. You know, I have pre-screen, whatever. I do it, you know, go through whatever, check my ID, whatever, scan my boarding pass. I get to the security people, whatever. And she's like, oh, you have to take off your shoes. I was like, oh, well, I have pre-screen. She's like, oh, well, you didn't tell me that. I was like, well, I didn't know you needed to know that. Like, it's not, it's right. not what happens. You just go on a specific line and they send you to... Do your thing. What the fuck? And she's like, well, you have to tell us. They told you at the front you had to... I was like, no, if they told me at the front that I had to tell you, I probably would have told you instead of having this discussion with you right now. Um, Uh. She's like, well, you have to show me your ticket. And I'm like, oh, it's in my luggage and it wasn't in the machine it wasn't even on the thing right. but it was past like the glass like i'd have to reach over right and i was like this is how That's you end up on the no fly list yeah, so yeah, i yeah. am not even touching that nope so i was like and i was like oh well my phone's in my suitcase and she goes and she doesn't even say anything like i point in everything so i'm like yeah my phone's in my suitcase and she's like ma'am you have to take your shoes off i was like i'm not taking them off so 
And then the guy comes over and he's just like, what happened? Basically, so I had to repeat the whole thing. And I was like, sir, I've never had to tell anybody that I have TSA pre-screen. He goes, I don't believe you. I said, that's wonderful for you, but um, I haven't. So whatever. And then he starts, they start talking. And then, then he goes, yeah, well, that was before COVID. I was like, oh, so funny because you didn't believe me a second ago, but now you realize that it was before COVID. So since we're not friends, I want to let you know I have not flown since COVID. So maybe that's why. Right. There's. There's, yes. Right. And then she's like, oh, well, you're, I was like, yes. Yeah, so, so now we're just standing here looking at each other. I was like, well, again, my phone's in my suitcase. So I was like, oh, well, there it goes. She's like, well, it's gone now. I was like, well, it wasn't when I first asked you. So and in the back of my mind, I was like, again, this is like me, quote unquote, behaving poorly. But it's also, I just don't want to fucking take, I had sneakers on. So I have to unlace them. Take, you know what I mean? It wasn't just like flip flops, which is what I normally would do because it's an easy thing. If I could take them off, put them back on. Right. End of story. You weren't mentally or physically prepared to remove your shoes. Exactly. You would have shown dif- chosen different shoes. You were prepared for a certain situation. You got thrown. They got thrown. They were annoyed because they're like, hey, uh, hey, it's COVID. Everything's stricter. Cool. I get that. But there's you no signs and no one me. told me. I was like, guys, I don't. I was like, you know what's crazy? You have the uniform on because I don't work for the TSA. So I don't know. And like, <laughs> everyone just started laughing because I was like, I don't work here. I can punch in if you want, but I don't work here right now. And like, it, it became a whole thing. It was actually pretty funny though. But I was just like, in the back of my mind, I was like, Stacey, this is also how you end up on the no-fly list. So yeah. finding the balance between boundaries. Yeah. And. And just fucking getting by and not making Keeping situations. the peace. We yes. talked about this, though. Yes. Keeping the peace. But, yeah, I, I, if she had asked the third time, I probably would have just fucking done it. But she didn't. So, <laughs> standing Just like you said about being in someone else's house and you have to ask three times to offer someone something. Like, yeah. Like, like, but in reverse. Exactly. Like, I'm have, not trying to accommodate. I am purposely. You need to ask a minimum of five times, actually, because I'm being an asshole. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I would have had a panic attack or I would have just like gone through security. If I were with you, I would have gone through security by myself and been like, I love you dearly, but like, you're not going to take any of my input here. I know that. And I got to remove myself because you're like, going to give me a panic attack. Once you made up your mind, that's it. Like that's, I feel like I, I, I enjoy that. Most people who know me know that about me. Like yeah. once my mind is made up. Well, cause even what, what was it? It was something earlier recently. Oh, something about your you're in a, you know, like being a light sleeper, having trouble sleeping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I could off, I, I hate it when people do shit, like, would give me suggestions for something I've been suffering with for so long. It's like, let me ask you for help before you start doing but, but that. But you haven't tried this. There's no, what about this? How do you know that I haven't tried? How do that? you know I haven't read that book? How do you know I haven't done that thing? Thank you. And also sometimes when you're in the heat, the heat of the moment and you've made up your mind and it's like, listen, if you want to go fight with TSA... I'm not saying you want to, but if you're in this moment and you're heated and you want to have moment. your moment, have your fucking moment. I'm not being, I'm not going to be associated with it because my pa- I'm not a passive person, but at the same time, it's like, if I'm doing what I got to do and I'm, I'm going to go the fuck through, I'm going to do that. And you go ahead. I'll take my shoes off. I will unlace my shoes and I will happily. Even if you weren't make it to, the, to Yeah, no. sure will. <laughs> because I'm going to make it to the bar before you and chill out and have a couple drinks and loosen up. That's what I'm going to do. All right. Well. Sure enough. No, I, I wouldn't need an audience and I wouldn't need support, so it really wouldn't matter. Exactly. Honestly, I probably would have forgot I wasn't at the airport by myself. Like, by the time everything happened, I'd have been sitting at the gate and been like, oh, shit, Tracy. <laughs> I, well, I would have texted you and been like, bitch, I'm at the bar, what you want? Right. That makes sense, too. Like, I'll leave you, but I'll also accommodate you when you're done doing your shit. Right. When the scene is over, yeah. when your mood is over, yeah, yeah. rejoin me in society. Yeah. 
I tell you. But speaking of the airport. Welcome to LA. Well, speaking of the airport, because you had that story, oh, which yeah. is also why that was relevant. We're- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we throw, we sprinkle in some news in this podcast, don't we, sometimes? Yes, we do sometimes. Okay, Other so the, the headline says, Southwest passenger accused of knocking out flight attendants two teeth banned from airline. And I thought that was amazing because, like, I would obviously never do that. First of all, I don't really believe in... Like, when people say I choose violence, like, I say I choose violence. I'm not choosing violence because I'm too cute for jail. And I also just don't believe in breaking such a, like, yeah. boundary of putting your hands on someone. Right. Don't. Yo, but words can be malicious, too, man. That's I'm not fine. saying you're into... The, you might be, but I'm not saying that. But, like, words can really fucking hurt, too. Not... To, I think I've, I'm... I'm numb to them at this point. It's just, I gotta be like, okay. Like, it's like when, you know, when like racist people are saying all this stuff and like most people get like offended and hurt and triggered or whatever, you yeah. can call me and I'd be like, okay, like, not, do you feel better? Like, you're, I don't think, I, your opinion means nothing to me. Right. So there's literally nothing you can say that's gonna affect me because like, you mean nothing. Like, why do I care what you say? Oh, totally. And if, I, listen, I can't ever put myself in those shoes. So, I, and I wouldn't try to. I'm not a cis straight white man. Right. Um, so, I yeah, you have to build certain fucking defenses. Absolutely. Um, but when I know someone very closely and they, like, get under and know your triggers and know your buttons and they say some shit, that's... that's. I don't have... Luckily, I don't have that issue. People I don't them. either, but I know it exists. Oh, God. Not anymore. I've had to cut some certain people out. Oh, my God. Which makes me think of there was this, like, quote. It was like, God hasn't let you succeed because you still have snakes in your circle. And I was like, Whoa. Yeah. Bye. Because I think about it. There are certain people I've cut off that, like, in my, it might not have been toxic. It might have been toxic. It might have just been someone I was just on the sense about. I wasn't, like, I didn't get warm, fuzzy feelings. They yeah. didn't make my life better. Right. So... I realized, like, when I got rid of some of those people, life has gotten a lot better. Yeah. And so, I'm, I don't know who still left this snakes, but I need to get them out. But anyway, he knocks out how many? What? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this month, the FD, no, the Federal Aviation, not FD. <laughs> I was like, wait, too much COVID. I stopped, I stopped myself. I stopped too much myself. COVID talk. So, this month, the Federal Aviation Administration warned travelers about a dramatic increase in unruly or dangerous behavior mm-hmm. aboard passenger airplanes. Yeah. Like, s- I guess I had, technically. <laughs> It wasn't on board the airplane, though. Continue. They better be getting hazard pay for your attitude. <laughs> it wasn't even that deep. Anyway, a Southwest passenger accused of punching a flight attendant and causing her to lose two teeth has been banned from flying with the airline. Chris Means, a Southwest spokesman, told NBC News on Friday that Viviana Quinones is now restricted from ever flying on Southwest Airlines again. She's been advised <laughs> this decision is final. Witnesses on Sunday's flight from Sacramento to San Diego told police that Quinones, um, I'm wondering if there's supposed to be an NA on there, you know, because no, people... Quinones. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Never know. Well, not never know, but I do know now. Mm-hmm. Thank you, I asked. Okay. 28, hit a flight attendant during a confrontation. A statement from Southwest said she had repeatedly ignored a standard in-flight instruction and became verbally and physically abusive upon landing. Paramedics took the flight attendant to Scripps Memorial Hospital for treatment... Uh, the president of the Transport Workers Union wrote in a letter Monday that the flight attendant was seriously assaulted, resulting in injuries to the face and a loss of two teeth. Southwest has not released her name or her condition. She had a mean right hook. Damn. So, yeah. She was arrested on a charge of battery causing serious bottle injury. Oh, wait. Battery is with something, though. She used something to hit her. Yeah. I want to fucking know exactly what the incident was. I don't see it. I just... that This brings me back to, like like I said, everybody's in a pressure cooker. You never know what is going to make someone snap. Yeah. Um, 
That's crazy, though. I also think it's crazy how she's banned from that airline and not, like, just strictly on the no-fly list. Because then it, now, I, as right. you were reading, it She's just going to go to a different fucking airline. Well, and the funny thing is, bitch, you were on Southwest. You probably can't afford any other, other airline anyway other than Spirit. So good fucking luck. You're going to wish you never did that. But anyway, it then, as you were reading, it was making me think. I was like, why are MTA workers, like, government workers? And the MTA is privately owned. It's not a government thing, Right. No, is it? So why is it like a felony to assault them, but like airline? That's what I'm it's saying. Like, like about uh, what did what was the charge again? Battery. Battery. Yeah. And it's but it's not. I think it's battery because it's um, it, I she probably used something is my guess. Like because I feel like that's the difference between assault and battery because they would have said it's a felony charge. They didn't. Right. It's not just battery. Or they, or is it the severity of the in- injury? That's why they have degrees, like first, second, third degree. But that's one thing. But it's it doesn't battery. say what degree. I don't know. That's really weird. I don't know. I listen. I I I know a lot about a little, but I'm not an expert on anything. Same. So. Same. But we didn't start off. We did. We did this a little. Oh backwards. my god! Because we, we were so excited that quote. I'm here. Okay, so well, we're on the other side of the country, so we're gonna do the episode in reverse. Card pull. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, good. <laughs> we could, but. All right, so my quote is, I actually really like this quote because it also made me think of the um, what I just said about having like snakes in your circle, um, like just kind of doing better, being better, living better. All right, so the quote is, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit, which I love because I am so bad at habits and I am not excellent. So that kind of makes You sense. are excellent. Fuck off with that. Not in my standard. I appreciate you, but yeah, no, I'm not. Well, in I a like perfectionist standard, then no I'm one not is. I'm a perfectionist. I guess I just think, I just think things should work. Properly. Okay, that's fair. As as do I. It doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs but to But there work. are things that are out of our control that don't work. I didn't... Listen, yeah, it's not yeah. about my... I feel like whether you have a company, a system, whatever it is, it should just work. And they're now doing construction. Don't know if you guys hear that. Um, so I guess... Okay, they're done. So no, 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 no. I think it was some something was passing. Oh. I don't know what it was. See, duh, obviously it got like louder. I was thinking more yeah. like a drill getting louder as it got more. Yeah, yeah. It's the drive-by. Anyway, yeah, okay, yeah. yes. Um, well, so not a it. drive-by. <laughs> <laughs> like, this neighborhood gets weird. But not that to the, Wait, I told you about when we were locked in the CVS. Yeah. 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 And the guy with his fake assault rifle, and then right. the cops come inside to interview us, and they're like, oh, just another... Blank neighborhood weirdo. Right, and also the fact that... I'm not it, telling y'all where I live. Right, because now yeah, they'll be looking for you. They'll be like, where's, where's this meditating bitch? Where's she at? I'm just kidding. Also, speaking of that, um, she doesn't know I'm going to say all these things, but I just love Tracy. I'm so proud of her. Even just watching her like work out and yoga and do all her self-love and self-care things, as she should do, really inspires me to do those things for myself. Like As opposed to like when I was working out with my trainer I feel like granted everything was great I was enjoying everything I was doing but I feel like I was doing it more to be accountable to him like I didn't want to let him down at that point so they're like now that we're done like I have slapped a little bit I could admit that um but I I just watching you made me be like Stacey get back in your shit bro well I thank you and but and I really fucking appreciate that and I I think it's more it's so important to like acknowledge your friends and be like yo I see you so thank you I appreciate that and I see that shit with you you do all the things you're juggling all the things you're amazing dog mom you fucking booked it out here you're like i'm prioritizing this podcast we're getting shit done we're doing it yes even when i was like you understand my head is going to be in scrambles because i'm juggling a lot more than i have in a while yeah 
um, after like being a crazy dog lady who really never left this Yeah, room. you literally went from zero to 157. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we were talking about you maybe coming this week and then I was like, oh, by the way, now I have 12 new jobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you for prioritizing and organizing and I'm, I'm starting to pull my weight again, I hope. Um, but, but with, with what you were talking about with your trainer too, like I understand the accountability buddy part. Other people, I easier. do. Cause like the, I, and I'm going to make a huge shout out to, to my, to my buddy back home, Matthew Johnson Harris, because he went through the fucking ringer in this pandemic. Like the very beginning, his dog died unexpectedly. Oh, Young baby dog. Then his grandpa dies and he can't fly home or do anything. Then he's a gay black man who, like, finally found this church that was welcoming and beautiful and lovely to him. Mm -hmm. Burned down in the pandemic. Like, a pipe burst in his apartment. All this. And all the while, he's still teaching these fucking six-day-a-week hit class, cardio dance class. So him showing up for us made me show up for him. Okay, Matthew Johnson. Harris. Harris. I'm going to... We'll do a class of his later. We'll dance. You want to dance? No, but I will because you just got really excited about that. So I will do it for you. <laughs> we can do a hit. You're into hit too, right? I'll do dance. It's okay. Um, I don't know what. Inst- what he, where does he teach? How does he teach? So follow him on Instagram. I think it's just at Matthew Johnson Harris. Let me double check. I should have this I, memorized. We want to shout him. We want to shout him out in every way possible. I think that is amazing. I'm so sorry you went through all that, and I think that is amazing that as you kind of, you just yeah, just up. all one word, Matthew Johnson Harris. There you go, guys. Matthew Johnson Harris. Follow him, and he has his link his tree, all of his stuff. All his stuff. He is the man. And he's in New York, so I have a new potential friend. You know, we'll see how it works. I hope we click. But you'll have a new friend in New he's York. He's fucking phenomenal. He used to come see my stand-up shows, too. We worked at Flywheel together. Um, I love him so, so, so much. So I understand the accountability, but he's like, I was in my, like, deepest depression in a while in the pandemic. And, like, I was in bed watching TikTok videos for hours and wouldn't get up. Unless, like, some, I got to Witch Talk and they were like, bad bitch, get out of bed. Um, so that started it, but then like Matthew called out and he was like, cause he was doing these virtual classes and it was just his face and like people would type in the comments on YouTube mm-hmm. when he went live. And then he was like, you know what? I want, I want people who are in studio, like to live stream in. And I was like, yeah, if I'm on camera, I'm going to work harder. I'm just going to. Right. And I'm going to be accountable to him six days a week. Fuck yeah. Sign me up. Nice. Um, but, like, finding the structure after that, now that he's not doing it anymore because he deserves better opportunities and he's getting them now. Because he should. Now I need to structure my life again. I mean, I still can't... Listen, like I said, that's part of me just watching you and just your structure in general. Even, like, I, oh, my God, I have you guys her apartment, her place. I've had, like, ideas of what it looks like and kind of snapshots when we, like, face... Well, FaceTime. I don't have an iPhone, but whatever. <laughs> FaceTime. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this is kind of what I want to be when I grow up. This is great. This is good. Everything flows. You got, like, your... your quirky knickknack stuff that means stuff to you, like things like that and I was just like it's just her apartment is very her obviously as it should be but it's like it's it's like you vomited decoration you were like this is part of me well when you don't leave a space for almost two years it's like what project can I work on today like the project of you reorganizing your bar and then knowing that you were going to be mad at yourself no I actually love what I did Yo, I hope it doesn't, but I will. Like, I hope you're not mad at yourself later, but I, I will enjoy watching Yo, it. Yeah, stoned projects are the best. Especially See? not planned. Yes. Yes. Um, because I'm working at a couple bars now. One of them is, like, a little 
you know, in my mind, out of my league from what my wheelhouse is and mm-hmm. experience. So I bought all these syrups, all these bitters, all these things, and I'm reorganizing my bar. And um, she has a bar, guys. That it's a bar. It's not like yeah. you know people have a bar cart and they call it a bar. It's a bar. She's got the simple syrup, the freaking uh, 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 lemon twist things and the the uh cherries in a jar olives like she's got a bar guys okay the it's, tavern it's tracy's tavern um gratuity's not included my venmo scan is on the bar what's Cash your venmo? Is king what's your venmo name good question yeah i mean always we can oh yeah you can stuff. just venmo me right fucking right now, mine right? is the same as my handle stacy's funny venmo cash app all that's the same that's Feel very free to smart bless me at any time bless at any point both. i mean the flight was under 400 well, under 500 but it was still almost 500 so you know like whatever guys help Jeez. out if you can when you can and because you love me can I just make it trestle off? Yeah, why not? That's what I do. I, I everything is the same for me everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Messenger, whatever the hell. Trestlehoff! It's Trestlehoff, same as her Instagram. Yep. Awesome. Um. Okay. Wait. There was something else we were gonna discuss. Not news. There's something else. Else. Oh, Tulsa. Are we doing it? That's uh. We can do it. Yeah, I mean, it's been a hundred years. It. It's been a hundred years, and. Uh, and that's another thing. People make everything seem like it was so long ago. A hundred years is not that long ago. No, not at all. Like, there are people who were actually alive when that happened. Like, it's not a crazy... I didn't say a thousand years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say 500... It's a no. hundred years. And, uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find the damn uh, post. Like, I have, like, a bunch of stuff with details. Um, like, so there... Do I was, you like, want to refer to this at all? Um, I like better when you do it. I'm sorry. Okay, if that's you fine. Want me to, it's fine. I don't you care. say what you want to say, and then I'll back you up with this. <laughs> I was thinking of the other bombings the government has done. Like there was the move bombing. There was even when um they raided the house of the Black Panther and they killed like you know his wife was pregnant. Mm-hmm. There's so much fucked up shit the government has done and has never been sanctioned for. It's never been an oh, issue, yeah. problem, question, or concern. And then we just say. Sometimes we say, sometimes they say sorry, and sometimes most times they don't. Like when you think of like the Holocaust, you know there was a. Uh, Reparation. There was a acknowledgement. Apartheid. There's an acknowledgement. There's an apology. Yeah. That's where the healing starts. But that's like with the Malcolm X quote. Oh, that was oh, that was another episode we we're gonna do the Malcolm X quote. That is, um, I'll find it after. We okay. can do two quotes in one. No, it's episode. fine. I you, I want you to you do the article. I'm, oh, gonna, okay. find, I'm gonna find the quote because I want <laughs> I want to get it right. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so this is this is from NBC News. Um, Tulsa race massacre a hundred years later, why it happened and why it's still relevant today. The city's black wall street was amongst the most prosperous neighborhoods in America and a black utopia. And then it was burned to the ground by the government. You. So just decades after slavery in the U S left black Americans in an economic and societal deficit, one bright spot stood out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's Greenwood district known as the black wall as black wall street where black business leaders, homeowners, and civic leaders thrived. But 100 years ago, on May 31st... Okay, so we're not on the exact Yeah, but it's We're leading up. up to it. It's yeah. like, uh, Memorial the Day weekend. weekend. The weekend. Let's do all the Memorial Weekends, then. Yeah, Let's do yeah, all the memorials yeah. we need to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seneca Village, that's the other one. Uh, it was a black area in good old Manhattan, you know, where you guys wanted your park. Um, that was also a thriving black neighborhood. Uh, they just got moved out, you know, quote-unquote legally, you know, because government does what it wants to like who's gonna tell them they can't yeah <laughs> um and then move them all out and then now you have the uh lovely park there and it's like well 
you know, it's like, well, you guys should b- pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you should do your own thing. And, you know, if I made Which it, you can... Which is a problematic be- terminology in and of itself. Who said I had, first of all, who said I had boots? boots? Who said, right, who said I yeah. had boots? But secondly, every time we do it, you guys stop us from doing it. Mm-hmm. Look at something like Carver Bank. Carver or Bank is no longer... limited into a way that's acceptable for you. Right, whatever makes you comfortable. Yeah, you can be the poster child for other people in that community to feel like they have some kind they of have leadership a chance when it's have, not really true. Or they have a chance to possibly be in that position right right but um damn it now i lost it it's fine that happens um we were talking about seneca you're talking about the lovely park yeah i I, it's okay it'll come back i didn't mean to deter you from what you were talking about that's why i i just usually i and i'm sorry everyone i interrupt a lot i'm working on it but that's why because i know once that thought is gone it'll come later maybe at three o'clock in the morning but that doesn't help anybody it's okay, we'll move on. But yeah. Well, it could help us. If oh, we end got up- it. Carver Bank. Bam. See? Had to just go. let it go. Carver Bank is no longer black owned. It's black operated. They tell you that on their website. You know, things like that. So we decided, oh, we'll take our money. We'll put it where we need to put it. We're just going to work on our side. You know, because banks are fucking that yeah. whole institution. Like, oh, why don't you charge me a fee if I have a minimum balance? Oh, because that benefits uh, you. Duh. Yeah. So, Duh. something like that. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. We always get limited. We get bought out, whatever. I don't even mean, like, in the sellout thing, like, T.I. or whoever made the ring light. I can't remember. Not T.I. What's his damn name? Made the ring light and sold it. Jesus, what is... I don't know his name, but... I don't know that, but it's real cute how you just tried to tap the inside of your phone case with no phone in it to yeah, find out. because my phone's in the middle of the table recording, and I was like, okay, wait, let me just do this quote, and then we're going to move on to other stuff. Okay. Um, if you stick a knife in my back nine inches and you pull it out six inches, that's not progress. If you pull it out all the way, that's not progress. They haven't... What the hell? Oh, why is it not... It's not the whole quote. These motherfuckers. Sorry. That's not progress. Progress is healing the wound that the blow made. They haven't pulled out the knife. They won't even admit that it's there. And I think that's that's what it is. There's no acknowledgement. Mm. Like it. Like now we're kind of start starting to acknowledge stuff. Put stuff in school. They're talking about that. And I was like, yeah, we wouldn't even need a Black History Month if white people didn't lie so motherfucking much. If y'all would have taught us Beethoven was black, which is really cool, that would have been great. If you would have taught us, you know, things like not just that, you know, black people made uh, a peanut butter. You know, if you would have taught us stuff, maybe like a black woman made the uh, algorithm for an alarm system. Mm -hmm. A black man is actually the real creator of the light bulb. Um, It's just because black people couldn't even have patents. Mm -hmm. Um, He worked with Thomas Edison, so he has the patent for it. It was because he came up with the filament for it. Uh, The first black architect, he actually learned to draw upside down because white people would not sit next to you. He always had to sit across from the table. So he learned to draw upside down. Right. Like, if you would teach us these black excellence things, or black excellence is what I like to call Ooh, it. I love that. Like, if you would if you would have taught those things in school, it would change the trajectory for what everyone thinks is right, correct, and honest, yeah. and true. So, By the way, black excellence should go for shit, like merch that you sell. That oh, cool. you, yeah, I, I absolutely think so. Okay, I should do that. Yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> oh, you're glowing right now. I know because I keep thinking about this. Sh- well, also we talk about how lost I was and like shit like that. I always say I'm a paper bag in the wind, and I just, I'm just. Where do you keep those notes? Because I would love for you to go write that down right now. I write them on paper because I already I told said, you about my phone. Where do you keep phone. those notes? So go write it down. I, I, my phone is. Um, I guess basically not to be like a bossy bitch, no, but at the fine. same time, I'm doing it because I want you to do it's it. It's the same with the imperfect. Yeah. I was like, no, cancel now. Yeah. Don't forget, cancel now. Like, yeah, it's yeah. fine. This is why I love her so much. I love you too. I also love her so much because like we we get each other. We're kind of the same person in a lot of things. Like there's certain things like I would like, 
I don't want to say tiptoe around. I'm not much of a tiptoeer. I'm a heavy-footed big bitch. It is what it is. But I mean, in the sense, like, I'll be like, mm, she might not like that, or she might not want me to say or do that, or she might. And then I'm like, it's Tracy, and it really has never been an issue as far as I know. So <laughs> I think yeah. it's great. Like when you get used to when you. I got worried for half a second last night, but y'all were good. Yeah, because also and also because I I I've been saying I want to be better. And I learned I have to say I am better. Yeah. So I am better now in the sense of yeah, I didn't give my normal reaction. My normal reaction would have been, you would have really had to be worried, because um, she would have reacted back, and then it would have been a whole thing, but I wouldn't have fought in your apartment, I promise. <laughs> so, just to simplify that, um, the, the, the tavern has strange hours, it's open to my neighbors, we're, we're very much like a commune here, my neighbor wanted to come over, I cleared it with Stacy. she wasn't super thrilled, but she was okay with it. And I was like, okay, we're going to keep this short and sweet anyway because we both had an edible and I was very, I hit, it hit harder than I expected it to. So I served my neighbor a couple drinks. Stacy, like, you know, did her thing and, and was working on being more social and <laughs> sat at the bar for a little bit, then moved over to the couch. And then they were talking about something and some kind of... Some kind of trigger moment happened for both of them. I don't even remember what the conversation was She was about. asking, she's like, so when did you get in? I was like, today. And she was like, oh, I didn't know. Oh, yes. So it was it was the intonation. It was the it was the, the volume level. It was the emphasis. But it was then she literally that. goes, oh, I, I was just joking. I did it on purpose. And right. And then it was just like. It didn't feel like that. <laughs> um... But, oh, same! Oh my god, I'm happy you but, said that. But here's the thing, is there are also group dynamics at play of different people having to accommodate each other, whether or not they really want... You know, when you're trying to bring different friend groups together, it doesn't always work, and it doesn't have to. Um, so sometimes you learn that the hard way, and I think we did, but it was a quick moment of, we're both stoned, my neighbor's a little drunk now, because I definitely have a heavy hand... And everybody was just having a moment, but yeah. I'm very grateful that Stacy didn't take it to the next level. I had to, it was, it was two things. So normally I don't give a fuck. Like I would have been like, bitch, I don't care if you didn't know. Like I said what I said. I told you when I came in, like, it's not even, you don't have your fucking drink. It would have been a whole thing. I tell you anyway. Right. But I, and uh, then I would have had to fucking mediate a situation that I had no part of really <laughs> innocent bystander poor poor woman like i'm not what was me i'm just saying like oh, i gotta put my therapy hat on now which you did not want to put on any motherfucking hat no. at all no. yes so it was um i had to remember that one out of respect for tracy obviously not just one i'm in her space but two it is her close friend to not have that reaction that normally I would, I don't give a fuck. Appreciate be a, you for that. Be like, that's my mom you're talking to, and okay, I'm kidding. I, I have at least like respect for my elders, but like there, there comes a time like Facebook. You know, people have debates and like someone will come at you sideways. Like, oh, don't try but to at out least asshole you can me. go fucking walk away when it's on a computer. Oh, yeah, if that's what I'm saying. If you're I in person and you're stuck with that energy, it would never like, for, especially for me. And I talked about you that. You saw me burn my Palo Santo this morning. I'm like, clear it. I clear don't. it. Clear it out. I don't believe in violence. I mean, like I say, when I say I choose violence, it's probably going to be with my words or my, my thoughts or yeah. like my, and when I say my actions, like I may do something that like, I know you don't like, but like I, putting my hands on someone, I've been a one fight guy, she hit me first, it is what it is. Um, I, I don't, nah, sorry, I'm too cute for jail. I already know my luck. I'd like punch you and like you'd fall and crack your head open. Now I have a third degree murder chart. You know what I mean? Like yeah. shit, shit goes left fast that actually yeah. happened to a guy at burger king 
uh, guy talking shit to him eventually drops the N-bomb. Older white guy. Ugh. He punches the older white guy. He falls. He falls into a coma. And like three days later, he dies. Now he's facing a freaking uh, manslaughter. Manslaughter, oh, yeah. luckily. Because well, he, he didn't die. murder. It, yeah, yeah, and, also and it he didn't, didn't happen there. Exactly. Yeah. So now he's facing a manslaughter charge because... And that's... And that's... I think that's another reason why, for me, I, words have no meaning. Because I could easily be that person and again the same way how people always say i would do this i would do that i would do this i would do that you never know when you're less until you're in the situation i always use the example of 9-11 when people always, if i was on that plane i would take those guys down they only had box cutters if it was me on that plane like everyone talks so much shit about what they would have done if it was them and if they were there and like you can do that but you don't know until it's you so right yeah Sorry, I got a notification from one of the bars, and I'm like, is it urgent or isn't it? And that's all I was looking at. No, and also Tracy is, like, so accommodating. You talked about, like, being, like, paranoid almost. So she's like, like, I was eating my shark coochie board. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's charcuterie. I'm obviously just making a joke, guys. Please note this. Um, So... I was just like eating away and then she's just like, oh, and also like, so she's going over her schedule with me, which she's about to do. And she's like, I just want to make sure like you don't feel like neglected. I want to make sure you know, like this is a priority, the, the podcast. And I was like, girl, I am fine. Like I'm a whole ass adult. If I feel neglected, I would probably say that. But I realized adult does not necessarily mean you can communicate. Um, So I meant more like right. I could do something if like I just was bored or yeah. whatever. We have our schedule. You're not, you're not cheating on our schedule. Like we okay. didn't set up to do anything until 7 p.m. anyway. Right. And shit just came up. So I get yeah. it. Everyone's, everyone wants a piece of Tracy. So. I mean, Yeah. If only that worked in every element of how I wanted right. it to be. Right. Yeah, I feel you on that. Because, you know, how many times can you get ghosted and then still keep going back out there? It's I'm really up to really you. Fucking Everyone has out. their own number. Oh, my gosh. So, wait. Let's talk about at the dispensary. Me and this guy have amazing chemistry. We're, fl- we're everything. Even to the point that, like, his coworkers are commenting on it. Even to the point that his manager commented on it. Like, he came over and opened up the register. He's like, oh, it looks like you... You guys, you two are having some fun over here. <laughs> and then got me and gave me a dollar pre-roll. Um, but I thought it was so funny because I was like, but then that was the end of it. Like, that's how, I don't know, for me. Well, can I tell you what I noticed? Also, yes. let's just 33-33 had to address it. Go for anyway, it. Um, what I did notice is as you were checking out and he asked you how long you were going to be in town, you said only till Saturday. And, like, it was kind of a short cutoff kind of thing. He was like, oh, Okay. So you nipped it in the bud with that statement and the I'm way laughing you, and the because way I do it. this all the time apparently. And this is the first time I got to see it in action. So I'll tell you. So he was cool. yeah, so he was like how long are you talking about? It's uh, funny cuz like when he time. said it I was like that's such a weird question. Anyway, do do do. It's a pretty natural question if you're from no, no, out no. of town. I mean like I it was a weird question like Okay, so my brain again being so like anti-relationship and just clueless about them. I meant it's a weird question to ask because I'm just like, what do you want from me? What does it matter how long I'm in town? Like, why are you even asking? That's literally like my brain just goes to like, what do you, why are you asking Which me? Which is interesting because if if we're really going through the through line here of every everyone can see you're flirting, they're commenting but on no, it. So, the through line is he would want to hang out so with you let and me know explain. how long you're here for. And as I explained to you, I was like, so for me... I feel like if a guy doesn't make his move, and apparently to me that's not making your move, but now that we learned, good job, Stacey, we put that in your calendar, Stacey. He would have made his move had you said, well, yeah, I'm here until Saturday, but I've got a lot of free time in between, (laughs) and I haven't seen certain parts of LA. Oh, yeah, I'm a fucking tourist, please, yeah, let's show me the town. Right, like, I, I worked my ass off when I lived here, and I didn't get to do a lot of fun shit, do you have any recommendations? 
And then he could be like, "Mm, let me take you here. Let's do this together. I'm not good at this at all. Wow. Wow. So I'm going to have to be your wingman somewhere. I'm good at it for other people. Why did you do it there? No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. But it's it's the same for me. I couldn't. Well, because here's the thing, guys. Stacey also is just like bubbly and and outgoing and and connects with people everywhere when when the mood strikes. Keywords. So how did I know? No, you're right. That you were actually flirting. I wasn't. I can't. Right. So you weren't. I wasn't. It was just you were we just using had that chemistry. same energy with the fucking security guard. You were using that same energy with other people. So for me to That's know that it would have been time. So what we need to do is... A keyword yes. or a phrase or something. Or, or, or an ear pull or something so I know, okay, this is time for me to step in and get you to go to the next I also step. love how we're planning this. Like, we're going to be spending so much time with other as opposed to still being across the country. And it's funny you say that because my friends and I have that code, but for danger. Mm. Um, like, and not necessarily you're in, like, fuck that, just scream. I mean, like, if you just are feeling uncomfortable with yes. someone or whatever, it's, it's I, I want, I, I really want pickles. Mm, is the thing I, I fucking I think we all hate pickles actually and I think that's why it came it's like first of all that's weird for you to say um, so yeah and it just yeah. doesn't trigger anything yeah so that's funny okay but the reason why also like I didn't think I didn't think anything of that question other yeah. than that why does it matter to you um, the reason why I did that is because I always get approached by men in relationships so I feel like if a man is interested, he's going to make his move. Like if a man in a whole ass relationship is trying to step outside of his relationship, that's a pretty bold move. So I feel like a regular single guy, it doesn't make his move. I'm like, there's no way he's interested because just shoot your shot. Well, there's also a lot of tension. I don't fucking feel sorry for them at all. And I can give you plenty of stories how they do the wrong thing consistently when they just do That's have- a whole other podcast, but like, yes. Correct. So a lot of men are tiptoeing around like, oh, I don't know what I can do because of oh, me too. Oh, me too. Yeah. So there, so there is that to consider with like them sometimes not feeling comfortable making a first move. But this has been all my life. So this is before me too also. But also we just, we did establish some kind of, I'm sorry, that's been established. I am Captain Oblivious. I'm a very smart, dumb person, period. Like yeah. that's who I am. But that is so funny. I didn't even, it didn't even, it like it. It, like, as you're telling me, I was like, oh, because for me, I was like, I had the complete opposite thought to be like, it's kind of like when I was dating that guy and when he was like, oh, so were you looking for a serious relationship? And I was just like, no, like, I was like, I was like, why is he asking these questions? And like, when I was telling my friend the story, she's like, he was probably trying to see where he could fit yeah. in your life. And I was like, oh, people typically very early on ask what you're looking for. I don't do this. So, yeah. I really um, don't. No. I, I, I date a lot. It's exhausting. I hate it. Um, sometimes it feels really good, and then we connect a lot, and, and then it, it scares you. them away. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Like, uh, there was a guy who actually had this like long blog post about it. He's like, all right, fellas, it's time to come clean. Let's just tell them. We all go through it. It happens to every single one of us. He's like, you meet someone. You know, she's dope. You know, the vibe is great. The conversation is great. You could probably see yourself with her. Or maybe you do see yourself with her. Everything's going great and wonderful. And then you have that thought. What if? What if there's something better out there and you just dip like Mm -hmm. you just you bolt. You don't even have a conversation. You don't think you don't say maybe there isn't something better. Let me just enjoy this. You fucking bolt and go find it. Mm -hmm. You you love bomb them until that what if comes basically because they don't know what they want. They just be like, oh, this is nice. Oh, shiny. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So when it gets serious, quote unquote, or even if it gets relationship B, relationship adjacent. Yep. They bolt. Mm hmm. 
And it's so dumb because it's like, I also said I was not looking for a relationship. So even if it did feel relationshipy, Well, here's the thing. And I'm, I'm seeing a pattern here. And if you're comfortable with me addressing it. Go for it. it. Please do. You're expecting these people to know exactly what your past experiences are in a certain sense. Because it's like, here's the thing. These guys are acting this way because they're reacting to their past experiences. Right. Where a girl says, oh, yeah, no, I'm so chill. I don't oh, want a relationship. And, and meanwhile, the there. entire time, they are actually trying to groom you to, to be their man. I hate that. But yes. And it happens a lot. I get that. It doesn't mean we're all like that. Yeah. But does it mean that a lot of men treat us like we're like that? Yes. So there you go. I get that. Wait, where did you see this pattern? Who else had? Who did that? that well, so because... Just like when I said men might feel uncomfortable approaching for this reason, you're like, yeah, yeah, but like oh, yeah. this. <laughs> so every time I'm giving you some kind of insight into okay. as to why they might do it, you've got your argument of, well, yeah, but 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 by thing, and this is the thing that happened. To, okay, cool, but they don't know that, gotcha. and you haven't communicated any no, that of that. Sense. But we don't get to that part. We don't get to communicate any of that. Like, is that a conversation you have with a random person? Actually, I, I mean, it depends. I mean. But does, I, I couldn't imagine that happening on, like, the first conversation. Early on, sure, but I don't imagine that happening in the first conversation, which is usually... But a, but a first but a first date, perhaps, where no, it's like... No, that doesn't happen. It's not a thing. Dates don't? I mean, like, I can count the amount of dates I've had on one hand. I'm, I'm not joking when I tell you I just don't do this. This dating is a foreign... I'm like, no thanks. What do you want? What, like, how do you plan on running my life? What is it that you... Yeah, so that's a recipe for disaster right there. If but I don't participate. I don't participate. No, I mean, honestly, I feel like this about anyone, any all new people. I'm just like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Like, I'm not actually saying that. I'm not, but in the back of my mind, like, we could, and everything could be fine. We could be at dinner. We could be bowling. Everything's fine. But in the back of my mind, I'm just like, okay, but what does this person want? Even if it's just, like, off that first conversation, I'm just like. Well, I will say something about that. And listen, could be the LA in me, but I started doing this beforehand and it literally saved and changed my life. That is a pretty defeatist way to look at any new potential, not even just relation, but everything is a relationship. Everything is, yeah. Any kind of contact. If you're going into it thinking, oh, this person wants something from me. Yes, we all want something from each other. Yeah. But let's not assume immediately that it's negative. Or I don't assume okay. it is. I'm just, I'm just. What do you want? Like, because to me, it's like, can we just get it over with so we can be done with whatever it is you want? Yeah, but people don't. Generally, people don't operate that way. I know. I'm, I'm Speedy so Gonzalez. I'm like, what yeah, do you want? So for me, it's there's gonna be there's ideally if 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 you want to be able to have that kind of contact with people and maybe a connection and maybe Probably anything not. else, it it might it might lend itself to a deep breath and a taking in of the surroundings and situation. How is this different from another one? And what, how does this differ and how can I react to it? That's in a way that's authentic to you. Oh, I'm always authentic. Like I'm still myself. And like, like you see me, like you said, you, that energy I give is with, it's not a thing. It's just who I am. It's not like I go in like, half-assed or I go in uh, even hesitantly. I'm like, this. you're still going to get me 100%, but at the back, right. I'm still just like, again, it's just like, Okay, but what do you want? That's all. I just, what do you want? <laughs> I don't even mean it negatively. I just want to know. What do you want? Say, for instance. Some people might not oh, know sorry. right away either what they want. You Say started you talking to, to me for you. a reason. What did you start talking to me Ma- for? Oh, whoa. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> 
Sometimes people want to talk to you because they find you attractive. Sometimes Ooh, people want to, duh. Mm. You've got an energy that they're drawn to. Yeah. They might not get, they know they're attracted to you somehow as a human mm-hmm. and they want to connect. Does that mean they know exactly what the fuck they want yet? No. I think it's the fact that they want a connection. I do not in any way. So I think that's But you did want to connect to Tyler and we're still talking about Tyler. Well, no, so. because I'm learning. I'm just trying to learn. It's so, be, also because there we didn't do, we didn't do anything last night. There are a lot of inconsistencies in the shit you're saying. That's one person and I was bored. Okay, we but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But no, that was a person I was willing to have a connection with. That's what I, But again, that Tyler was different because I didn't approach him. You know what I mean? Right. I, I saw, and also I didn't have to worry about what did he want. Although I did when he was like, what are you doing Saturday? I was like, what, but what do you want? I know what I want. I don't know what you want. You see what I'm saying? So that's where you just fucking exchange phone numbers and figure it out. And it's in writing. And you fucking see. It's in writing. Yeah. Leave a fucking paper trail. First of all, let's not talk about it's in writing. Because we we already know just because someone said it doesn't mean they meant it. So. Okay. I'm exhausted by this now. Great. All right. Um, What's next? (laughs) I feel like we... Wait. We talked about changing the school systems. Tulsa. Uh, the airline guy, and uh, I don't think we did talk about changing the school systems. Oh, well, I'm here. sorry. I, I, because I said if we had talked, oh, black yeah, history, yeah, yeah, we wouldn't Absolutely. Black history month. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, there was also some some news that kind of relates back to what we were talking about before with exercise and mental health. Yes, um, that's what it was. I knew there was one more. Yeah. So this one's on today.com. Um, exercise saved my life. A man recovers from addiction to become Iron Man finisher. Also, it was forty four forty four when you started that story. Just wanted to acknowledge that. Oh, dope. Yes, thank you. Yay! <laughs> Love numerology. Okay, so Noel Mulkey went from a five hundred day, five hundred dollar a day heroin habit to overweight to Iron Man triathlon finisher. He will. Com- Pete in Kona, the Iron Man World Championship. So, did he quit heroin, and then because he could like eat and taste food and be a normal person, he went, he gained weight, or was he fat and doing heroin? Not that they're related. I was just curious because they said then, as if it was step by step, heroin user then. Well, overweight. I I know someone else who will not be named um, that I dated who is in recovery, who was a heroin addict as well. Was he heroin? I believe so. It was heroin or meth. I think it was heroin. Uh, overweight as well. Because all you care about is doing the drug. So I think they were simultaneous. But, like, he maybe gained more weight after um, recovery as well. Got it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, used pot and drink and drank when he was younger. Oh, this is when they'll be like, then, it's a gateway drug. Shut up. No, no. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. He started, yeah, he's he started using intravenous drugs when he was 16 Boom. and like you know whatever so he would get sick it's so bad his parents couldn't work because they thought he was going to die he never felt ready to get sober and then when he finally did uh he detoxed it was really tough he weighed 198 pounds he had nothing he wasn't in college anymore all the shit he was very depressed ate a lot hated the way he looked that was after recovery got it or like during the process of mm-hmm. um because he wasn't in school, he had no purpose, no direction. Gotcha. Um, and then one day he went for a run. He could barely make it around the block, but loved it. He grew up athletic, and so he just, like, got back into it. He switched addictions and 100% fell in love with running. Oh, my God. That's, like, well, not running, but working out in a sense. Yeah. So it would, I can relate to this shit so hard because, like, 
I still struggle with my eating disorder. I still struggle with my mental health. And it's really hard not to like, I'm not going to get into what the specifics are of what you do with your eating disorder. Because right. it can be very triggering for people. So I won't do that. But it's it's still a struggle. So I can see where he kind of says he switched addictions. And it's like, that's exercise bulimia. And I'm glad you addressed that. And we're not going to get into that further. Um, but then he started to find a goal and a purpose by doing these sprints and these marathons, uh, marathons and triathlons. And he's talking about how it just really helps with his depression and anxiety. And I can get that. To, I mean, sometimes when I have no direction in a day, I'm like, I'm just going to do a fucking five minute workout. Like I'm not going to go nuts, but I need some purpose. I need someone else to tell me what to do. Yeah. I mean, that bleeds into my sexual life too and my kinks, but we can go there another time. I think that's great because it's true. One, switching addiction to just kind of, Taking because it's it's so helpful that just oh I'm not about to preach exercising but it's helpful because like you're taking care of yourself for just a little bit, in a sense kind of like you said someone just tells you what to do you don't have to think you don't really have to do you just have to do it yeah and that, sometimes that just and kind of showing feels good. up is the hardest part right sometimes you do it that little that little ten percent half assed five minute workout compared to the you know hit and hardcore stuff you do was better than doing nothing mm-hmm. you didn't call it in. That's true. You did something. It's better than nothing. And that was, again, same thing with, like, oh, God, I love my trainer, Lucky. Oh, love him. He would say it, too. Like, he'd be like, yeah, I'm, he's like, yeah, I miss workouts, too. I was like, <gasps> you do? Like, I, it is not even, I know it's stupid to think. I know he's not perfect. He's not a freaking superhero. And, like, it's duh. But it's just, like, just the rela- the relatability of, of knowing someone who does compete and someone who trains all these other people who, training is practically your life, also misses workouts. Yeah. I can, I can be okay that I skip the set. And before I finish, because I called, I, I fit, like I skipped just one set or what, one rep right. or whatever. I, I can be okay with that. It's it's okay. Everything is everything is everything fine. Is fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Awesome. Are we gonna do a card poll? Yes, absolutely. Past, present, future. Let's I feel like do we that. have enough time. Yeah, we have enough time for that. I think yeah. I think we've covered a lot today, we and did. I think to just end it with a poll is great. I mean, I think the fact that we're together, we had an adventure yesterday. We're gonna have a bit of an adventure today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pull those cards. Pull those cards. Energy. Energy. That's for shuffling, guys. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's Friday. I'm just saying that because we could not get our days together oh my yesterday at all. So I'm just going to put it out there so we can recall <laughs> time and how it works because we were just in that yesterday. We were also stoned while that was happening. I mean, yes, no, we before, were before and after, but especially during yes. and after. Yeah. Yes, because I'd be like, oh yeah, Friday, Friday. And you're like, just say tomorrow. I'm like... Oh, shit, I thought it was Wednesday. Well, yeah, I hate when people say the name of the day when it's the next day because that's fucking confusing. I agree. I, I just, I still thought it was Wednesday. So I agree with you 100%. So if you catch me doing that, be like, bitch, do you realize what today is? I'll be like, oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> now I know. Cool. All right, we got our cards. Pass. Cards. So the past is Sisterhood of the Rose. Beauty and Devotion, Priestess, Mystic, Teacher. Oh, the Sisterhood of the Rose is a lineage of priestesses and mystics who devoted their lives to serving humanity and seeding light consciousness over the earth. A cross-section of ancient lineages, it is the path of devotion and beauty. Walking this path means being devoted to seeing and creating beauty wherever you go. The rose symbolizes the heart and the sacred geometry of all life. You are being called to notice the beauty around you, particularly in nature, and hear whispers of Mother Earth. 
You are being called to spend more time in nature as all the ancient secrets live there. Mother Earth is constantly whispering. Spend time admiring her creations and you will be rewarded with insight and grace. You are being called to take a little more time to both notice the beauty that exists all around you and contribute to the beauty of the world in your own way too. This could be through your own creations or in the little things like how you dress to picking flowers for your home. Every time you devote your time to creating beauty, you harmonize the planet a little more and the shift in vibration can be felt. Surround yourself with beauty and create beauty wherever you go. I love that so much because we like covered that with talk about your apartment, your decor. Uh, we talked about, not on the podcast, but earlier today, us like just helping, doing, and giving, and contributing to society. And mm-hmm. that was that was fabulous. I just wonder why it's a past one. Oh, because we've been doing it. So we just, like, yeah, so it's not the, it. it's not the top priority right now because we've been doing that work. Got it. I think. Um, Okay, present present is Pleiades. Double mission, channeling and uplifting humanity. The Pleiadians are a group of star beings dedicated to raising the vibration of the planet and sharing new consciousness through creations and technology. They have been incarnating on Earth since near the beginning of humanity. You are a soul who has a double mission, to grow at soul level and to raise the vibration of the planet. If you have been called to write, speak, or channel, this is your sign to keep doing it. Your work is divinely guided. Of all the souls, Pleiadians are the chattiest, and so perhaps you have already started channeling some of this work into the third dimension. What? Thank you for doing your part in the great plan. Your presence and unique light is needed. And Thank you for doing your part. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work the light on this, um, and I'm holding the card on my heart. I call upon Pleiadian consciousness of the highest realms and highest good of humanity to work through me. Let me be a channel for only the purest light of the essence of source. Let me channel in a way that also serves me. Amen to that second Ooh, part. Because we yes. tend to be like, here, more, more. Take, take, and take, take, about take. And, like and I then said, I die. Pouring from an empty cup. Oh, yeah. Here, you want, that's like, what is, I don't remember some movie quote. Okay, I'm not gonna remember the quote, but basically, just the what he said is, you know, they're having like a scene about their their job and how it always takes and sucks life out of them, and it's like they take everything from you. They'll 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 suck the blood out of you, and the other guy goes, yeah. And then when you run out of blood, they'll go to the bone to get some more. I was like, holy shit, that is like, but it. And if you don't have boundaries and you don't clearly communicate your wants and needs, then yes, people will take as much as they fucking can. Givers have to set limits because takers never do. Yes. mm Hmm. Future. Future. The crumbling. What are you clinging on to? Oh, God. It's going to be okay. No, I just love the name. I know. The crumbling. Yep. So there's a shift happening right now where anything inauthentic can no longer survive. Mm. Relationships, jobs, social structures, Mm. anything built on shaky ground is uh, is destined to tumble down. It's happening to bring you back home to who you truly are, both individually and to society as a whole. So you can live a life that is in alignment with who you truly are. When you're in the thick of it, it can feel like a personal attack from the universe. Have faith because the difficult times will be your defining moments. You will be reborn into the fire. You are being called to surrender, to stop trying to hold it all together, to loosen your grip, to let the crumbling occur. It may be difficult at first, but in the end, the sooner you let go, the sooner the rebirthing will occur. What are you trying to hold on, uh, hold together? What are you doing your best to avoid? How are you trying to pretend everything is okay? Everything is fine. Right. 
You have what it takes to allow what is falling away to tumble and fall. Once the tower is crumbled, you will be able to rebuild your home on solid ground with mighty foundations and a view that is so magnificent that it will take your breath away each new morn. Kali, the goddess of destruction, and the Black Madonna are with you now. Lay it all on their altar. They can hold it all. What are you clinging to for fear of nothing coming to Is there take a work the light on place. that? I would need that. I would definitely need to work the light on that bad That's boy. the inquiry for it. Okay, I'm definitely working the light on this. But what? it doesn't have the same kind of, you know... Oh, what, it, what do you mean? Yeah. What? Huh? No, it's not one of those? It's, I just read it's it? It's not, but you can. I'm, then I'm going to do it. Why not? Because the energy is here, right? Mm-hmm. What are you clinging on to for fear of nothing coming to take its place? I love that. Right? I very much love that question. Let me take a picture of it for It you. made me think of... Um, um, the, and I did an interview on my trainer's podcast actually about that, like about, he, I think he basically said like towards the end, like if there was any one thing that you could tell anybody who's like on the fence thinking about it, doesn't know if they should do it, whatever, what would you say to them? And I would say, it's not really more, more I would say it's more of a question. I would be like, well, I would kind of ask you, why haven't you done it yet? And I only mean that not in a judgy way, not in a, what are you doing? What are you waiting for? Why'd you put it off slacker? I meant it more in the sense of, your why is always very important. Mm-hmm. Your why is more important than your why not, of course. Like, because those are just excuses. The why is important because, like, maybe someone doesn't want to start a diet because, you know, they're the head of the household. It's like, well, how do I cook for everyone else? You know, do I have to cook myself a separate meal from everyone else? Do I try to get everyone else on board? How do I get this food? How do I cook? How, you know, I don't know how to cook. I, I work 12-hour days. I work overnight shift. I, you know, budget too much. I can't afford fresh food. Whatever it is. Yeah. You have to look into that reason because at the end of the day, even if you decide to pull the trigger and go, that reason will always still be there. It will still always be an excuse for you to pull out of your hat later. It'll still be there for you to use an excuse as a whatever. So, yeah, lean into that and try to sit with it and figure out what it is. Yeah. Love that. This was so fun. Yeah. This shit makes me want to move back, but... um, yeah. I mean, I also hooked you up with a dope metaphysical store, and you really bonded with that guy. Yesterday. I really did also too. I wanted him to do a, I almost said procedure. That is not what Reading? I ritual. No, ritual. I wanted, yeah, I yeah, to yeah. Do, That's the word I wanted. Ritual. But um, I wasn't gonna be able to bring the candle back with me because I'm worried about it breaking in the suitcase. Mm. So another time. But he even recommended me to a store in New York. Like, how awesome is that? Yeah. You know, but that's the shit that fooled me the first time I was in LA. I was like, everyone's so nice, and then mm. I lived here. So. Well, I fucking love it here, and I love my commune, so... Well, you have a commune. I feel like it, that doesn't even count. I feel like because you made your own bubble inside of a bubble. Sure did. Yeah. Trauma yeah. bond. <laughs> Let's not promote trauma bond. No, no. The trauma is the no, pandemic. No, Sorry. no. The trauma is the pandemic. Yes. We're not codependent. Yes. We're, um, we're collaborative. Collaborative. I love that. All right. This has been so much mm. fun. Um, I just feel like we should do another episode tomorrow just because we're still together. Um, if we can, we can. If we can't, we can. I'm sure we can. And we are going... Or late night on an edible or something. That might be fun. That will be fun. Not might be. That will be fun. So hopefully your job does not need you tonight. Um, (laughs) if they do ask or whatever. We're going to go film our lovely promotional video. So just know that it happened this day when you do finally see it on this episode. Episode five. What? What? <laughs> and that's who we are. Like I'm like a confused what? Wait, questioning everything. What? And she's just like, "Well, something's happening. Everything is fine." That's 
who we are as people. Yeah, like, that sums it up pretty well. Yeah. What? Whoa. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Stacey Moyes. I'm Tracy Hassel. And this has been a lovely episode of Sexy Spirited Satire. That was so aggressive. I loved it. See you guys yeah. next week. Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye.